Is it a relationship killer? Hi there, this is Single Married Divorced. I'm Eric Rung, and I am single. I'm Tom McGuire, and I'm happily married. I'm Allison Collins, and I'm happily divorced. And this one, Allison, I think we're going to point to you on right off the bat here. Uh, This is a uh, story about couples, significant others, that one cheats on another. And is it the end of the relationship? I know in your situation it was. This kind of goes through some ways that that it might not be the relationship killer that we all think it is. Interested just to, to get your thoughts just overall so far. Well, after reading this, like I wasn't the one that ended it. There was some storytelling that went in there, and first he was having like an emotional affair, and then I was trying to like digest that. Four months into trying to work through that, he's like, oh, actually... Oh, okay. I guess I was under the impression this was all kind of things that happened pretty quickly. I didn't know there was that big of a gap between what happened and the Maybe it was like two months. End. It was probably like two months, because um, I think the baby was like four months at the time. Point being, I was... Um, he told me on a Sunday, and on Wednesday, I, I, yeah, I, I was trying to deal with it and try to figure out how I could digest this. Is that this. the emotional part or the this actual This is the cheating, cheating part. Okay. Yeah. So um, in this story, the woman, they, there was an affair, and they tried to work through it. In my situation, there was no working through it. Like, I tried to work through it for three or four days, and then he said, you don't need to work through it. I, I, you know, I just want a divorce. And then he let you file, so you, at least you had the control of, like, that... Well, at least not control, but like that little like, all right, I'm going to file. Like knowing myself, like if I look back now and I was like, please don't go, you know, stay with me for the kids. Do you think you really, it really was for the kids or also because you were still in love with them or both? Well, I, I mean, I had quit my job to stay at home with the kids. I didn't want them not to have a dad. I didn't want, I mean, I didn't have, I couldn't provide for my family. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is, I I don't want this to happen. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure part of it was I was in love with him, but he was no longer in love with me. Now, this is going to be a hard question, but say he doesn't cheat. Mm -hmm. Do you think you guys make it like 50 years, make it long term? Or do you think other things would have eventually developed? Oh, I mean, I think it was really hard to live so far from my family. And I think that if we wouldn't have moved this way, I don't know that it would have worked. I mean, he there was a time months later where he called and he had made the biggest mistake of his life and all this stuff. And was there any chance? And it was like, no, no, there is no chance. So at that point, you definitively you had made the decision. Well, and then I learned about like these elaborate lies and like these things that he had done where like I mean, if you want to share. Well, no, like where I needed help with, you know, I at the time, you know, you know how hard it is with a 2-year-old, right? So I had a 2-year-old and a baby. Uh, we when when I left, she was six and a half months. So it was a lot. And he was never home and he'd always make up these stories how he had work and how he was trying to help these people and help those people. And it was all just not true. He was seeing somebody else or seeing that oh, yeah. woman? That's yes. who he was. Yes. So just like doing? the story, I'm sorry, my story is going way too long. Just he like was this story. Helping himself. You know <laughs> what I mean? The story that Allison keeps referring to is a uh, is an article that we were uh, that were that we're talking about here. It was a study conducted by the um, uh, several different research organizations, just about uh, cheating and unfaithfulness, and in how some couples try to work through this, and while others, there there, it's the end. 
And 37% of relationships, according to the Austin divorces. 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 Of divorce. Yeah. Oh, right. God, I can't read. It clearly says divorces. Sorry. <laughs> 37% of divorces are because of... Which, all right, doesn't blow my mind as much as it did, but when I thought it was relationships. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's hard. I mean, given I've never been in, I've never been married. So, but it's it's hard to understand the mindset, I guess, of, and I think we've actually talked about this a little bit before, but hard to understand the mindset of trying to work through something like that. And, but, but the way, I mean, obviously for the kids and things like that, I, that part I do get, I don't know, that would just be such a horrific thing that it would be hard for me to, I don't know. I'm with you. I, mean, I, don't, know, I don't know if I could do it. I mean, like. Right. I, I mean, I respect someone who would be take would be willing to take the high road and forgive, and you're supposed to forgive people and you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't know if I could do it. Well, let's be honest. I mean, I didn't. Ha- I mean, maybe if I'd gotten farther in the process, I'd have been like, I- I'm sorry, this is too not going to work. Yeah. But I never got that far in the process because he ended it. So um, I end up looking like a really great person. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't. You know, I'm sure I was super like, I need help. I I'm home all day with the kids. Please help. I mean, I'm sure it was not when you came home from work. I wasn't like, oh, thank God you're home. Let me <laughs> rub your feet. and. Yeah. And, well, and, and in this article, they, they talk about your average things that you would think of, you know, going to marriage therapy and things like that. But a couple of the other things that I thought were interesting is real remorse which i you know if somebody lied to me so many times it would be hard for me to believe that the remorse would be real too well and i read through this and um when they were trying to work it out like he had to tell her every place he was going who was going to be there like he had to kind of like reveal everything about himself like open book yeah i I, and this is a quote um my husband gave up everything that made me uncomfortable like going out with the boys after work i had access to any and all electronic emails passwords etc he told me where he was going who he'd be with and and then it even says flat out seems humiliating in the short term but he understood that was how he was going to rebuild trust you know what's weird though i feel like beth knows all that anyway and we don't have any history of cheating. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's unusual either. Well, I think, no, knows like she doing. knows trust. where I am, and she but knows that's trust, though, too. Oh no, that's, but I'm but I'm saying already like, have that. I mean, but I'm saying I don't like even without having without having to like how would like how does she not know where I am, and how do I not know where she is? Well, what if you, you know said, I mean? "Hey, like, I have this project due for work. I have to stay late." Well, then, and then she would say, "Okay, then do that." That would be the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. And she then wouldn't think you were lying about. She wouldn't that. think that you were off with a twenty-year-old. Yeah, yeah, but right. I guess my point is. Oh, so I guess the guys like. But I mean, the guys acting like, oh, now I have to tell her everywhere I go. Well, no, well, my wife knows everywhere I go anyway, so now he's not, no, not he just agreed. lying about it. I yeah, guess. but no, he agreed with it, but saying this is how I'm going to rebuild the trust in this relationship because I really am sorry and I want to be married with you. Yeah, but no, my point is like all the bullet points of what he has to do are like, I don't have to do that. It just happens naturally. Like I'm going out for a drink after work with XYZ. I know, but XYZ. If, if, you, if you broke Beth's trust, I mean, say you were st- saying, telling like Allison's example, saying, hey, I need to stay at work. And then she finds out, 
a week later that you didn't have any project. In fact, you don't even have a job anymore. And I mean, no, I understand that. Like he was lying. But my point is like what he's doing to redeem the trust is what happens in a normal relationship anyway, is what I'm saying. Yes, but it wasn't happening in this relationship. Well, it was, he was just lying about it. Well, well, the other thing is, well, you know, but I've also, I've dated, I dated one woman that did go through my phone, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Without you knowing about it? Without me. What she Felt bad about it the next day and told me about it, <laughs> but uh, which at that point I knew the relationship was over anyway. But it's at you know if I've not, especially if I've not given you a reason not to trust me, don't not trust me. I mean that's ridiculous to me. I had an ex go uh, into my email. I've had that too. That I got really pissed about that. We were on the way out anyway, but I was going like I should have been like, all right, have a nice life, and I kind of just was like, oh, what? That's awful and. Hey, things ended not long after. Don't get me wrong. Right. So Should have ended immediately. Right when things started to unravel, um, the Cubs playoff tickets were coming out. And so you have to email in to try to get uh, a spot in. Sure. So I went to his email, too, to just email the Cubs so that it was a separate chance. Right. And then there were all these like really weird emails. <laughs> from. Is like, that how you, know. you kind of... But you said you kind of had a suspicion, though, too, right? Well, I get really sick to my stomach when something's not right. And so... Uh, you were sick to your stomach for two years? <laughs> for a little oh. while. I was... I did nothing... It Is wasn't that weird? Right. Like the intuition, like... I, that's actually a topic. True. That's I mean, a topic that is uh, next on the list here. Yeah. So, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So I went to his email just to you know put it in, and then I didn't. I, or I used his email. So like a couple days later, I checked it to see if we got a lottery spot, and all these weird emails from random people were coming in. I was like, wait, what? And he's like, no, no, those are fake accounts. That's just. And you never read any of the emails. You just saw like who they were from, or? Oh no, I read them. They were oh. creepy and weird. Yeah. Well, well like what? But did he have like a? I'm was sorry, he, I asked questions. No, I agree. I actually, no, I think Rung's right. Like, I mean, was he like cyber cheating too, or something? Or what do you mean? Like, who were these people? I, I don't know. I guess it was a way like that you could see like nudie pictures or something. So like cyber cheating, kind of. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. I was cheated on every way you could possibly imagine. Yeah, I, I didn't. It. I actually think this is. Uh, I don't know if I was aware of that. There was some cyber issues as well. This hmm. was a. This was a very small point in the whole divorce. I guess maybe it didn't. Yeah. Because this started like marriage counseling and all that stuff. That's what started the marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I got to back up. I'm sorry, sorry, Allison. I thought I knew more about how this whole thing ended than I actually did, um, or do rather. So. Okay, so you found out about kind of emotional cheating and the emails, then went to a marriage counselor? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, for several months. And this is still before you had known that he had actually physically cheated. Right. Right, because I asked him, and he said, no, nothing has ever happened. I've never, like, I remember he goes, I've never held her hand. I have never kissed her. Nothing like that. And he swore, he, I said, swear on the lives of our children. He goes, I swear on the lives of our children. Ooh, that's bad. I know. So one time when I was talking to somebody about this, they go, well, why did you believe him? And I go, he swore on the lives of our children. Like, who would do that? A liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently so. Right. Um, I don't know. And at some point I'd flown back to Chicago for something. And we were supposed to go to the Bears, Bears game. Bears game, yeah. And so, like I said, I get sick to my stomach when something is really wrong. And I was sick to my stomach all night and like upset and sweating and I couldn't figure things out. And so then I called you and I said, hey, do you want this extra ticket? Because So Mike got to, my buddy Mike got to come with me. Mm-hmm. Because I just, uh, I, I hadn't slept and I was 
delirious kind of and then i got home and it all kind of came out yeah so i don't really want to do louisa's story now i kind of feel well louisa's so oh wait i'll tell you a funny story uplifting and this is like kind of a downer yeah i have a funny story interlude oh okay my daughter had state gymnastics over the weekend Mm -hmm. and um you can send shout outs and they announce it through the stadium. And so <laughs> they're all really boring. Like, Go Abigail, you're the, we're so proud of you. We love you so much. Love mom, dad, and your dog, Sam, or whatever. Right. So I send some that are much more exciting. Dear my daughter's name, I know you'll do great because you're my favorite gymnast on the whole team. Love. And then the name of her coach. <laughs> Which caused some excitement, and they're oh all like jumping around. <laughs> that is outstanding. Right. But the kids were very stressed, so it made everybody laugh. And then I was laughing, so they knew it was me. <laughs> so then I get a call from a friend last night saying, I'm telling my husband the story of you sending these shout-outs. And he says, there is no way you did that one. And I was like, what one? And she goes, what's the name of the singer that you did? And I said, oh, you know, good luck, girls, love DJ Khalid, as you know, sorry, right. is it, how do you pronounce it? DJ Khalid. Khalid. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't be there, but we'll party after <laughs> or something. I go, it was DJ Khalid, or I didn't say it like that, I said, probably said Khalid. And she goes, oh, I guess I'm wrong. And I said, why? Who did you tell him? I said, and she said, R. Kelly. <laughs> oh my God. Which I think would have been funnier than DJ Khalid, but what I do I know? I think I would have been escorted out I, of yeah, that. I don't know. I, that may have not gone over very well 12-year-old girls, no. Yeah. No, it would have been completely inappropriate. I'm yeah. just kidding. I know, but the fact that I can't imagine her husband sitting there like, why would why would Allison tell this? Why would she do that? What's wrong with her? Well, I like is like the guy was totally right. He's like, there's no way she yeah. did that and he's right there <laughs> yep, was no there way was no way <laughs> yeah oh man i feel much better let's go to louise. Yeah. louise louise is our good friend and an avid listener of the single married divorce show i like that i'm putting the in front of everything now uh <laughs> but she is from australia she wrote us a couple months ago and then we talked and we read her letter and then she wrote us back yep we asked for a little uh you know just kind of checking back in with her if i recall she was a little concerned because she didn't have any baggage that she was yes, bringing into exactly. relationships. Yep. And she was dating a, a, a weird guy that um, wouldn't date somebody unless they were married once before. Yeah, that's right. Wouldn't date anyone who hadn't been married. Right. And uh, then she was the one that had the good topic of, like, what are your deal breakers? Right. Yes. Right, right. So then we kind of wrote back and uh, just said, Louise, like, did some highlights. Um, she's 36, and over the last 10 years, she's just been very happy on her own and... Uh, like meeting people but not really dating anyone and she's been listening to our podcast and thought why not give it a go so she's been on tinder bumble and hinge uh she hasn't tried the online survey ones like plenty of fish or eHarmony. uh she thought hinge was a good opener to the world but tinder is the go-to uh she said she tends to go on for a few weeks or a month then grow tired and leave for a while well that's what i did too yeah i just finished january on tinder I went on four dates, no second dates. Like you guys have mentioned, they really have changed over the years. She says people are a bit more forward on what they want, which is fine. But she also finds a lot of people don't text after matching. Not sure if the guys are hedging their bets or just not texting anyone. Uh, She makes a good point. Like kind of how I always look at dating. 
Uh, she said, I miss just hanging out with friends at a bar for afternoon drinks or striking up conversations with other people there. Uh, I still go out, but not as often, and people tend to stick to their own groups, which we've talked about. Yep. Most of my mates are married with young kids, so they're pretty busy. Um, in her 20s, obviously, she's not obviously, but she was a lot more active because um, her friends were all single. So, you know, times have changed. We the all go through that. sounds very, very familiar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she used to do, like, speed dating, and they were fun. She said speed dating was fun, but ba- ba- yeah, she was, speed dating was fun, but pretty much everyone ended up liking the same guy. Yeah. I never yeah. did speed dating. I never tried it either. <gasps> did you? No. Could we sign you up? Do they still do it? Uh, stand by. Keep going about. I later. thought they did. Uh, I, I remember uh, Andrew and uh, our buddy that lives out in the burbs that doesn't talk to anybody anymore. <laughs> they would go to. They'd go do that every once in a really? while. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like that's the apps of the uh, late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, maybe. I agree. They they said. I mean, they had zero luck with it. But I mean, that rejection so in your face. <laughs> I mean, not not, not <laughs> I mean, even it really like is, not yeah. no pun intended. Like yeah, literally, yeah. like thirty women just said no. <laughs> <laughs> At least on the app, you have no idea how many people swiped, you know, left on you. Um, right. Pink Taco is having one on the 22nd speed dating. Next uh, Friday. Mm. Eric has to go. <laughs> uh, so, um, Louise, uh, Louise, the best part is she wants Allison or her mother or Eric and I to set up a plan for Ooh. a plan of attack. I like this. And then she also says, thanks again for your podcast. Thank you for listening and reading uh, reading my email. And thanks for not trying to do a bad Australian accent. And I'm actually surprised I didn't try to do an Australian <laughs> well, accent. Well, in all honesty, you did. <laughs> and oh, I it took just it wasn't out. Oh, see, I knew I would have. I'm like, it is not like me not to try it. It sounds slightly Indian, but that's fine. Yeah, no, uh, like, you did. I'm like, I had to have. How would I not? <laughs> well, no, actually, I take that back. You didn't. You had mentioned that you wanted to, and I said that sounds like a bad idea that you didn't do it. Oh, so I didn't do it. All right, right you stopped right. me. I did. <laughs> I mean, I kind of was friends doubting it anyway. Friends. I was doubting right, it anyway, right. and you confirmed I should not do right. it. Right, exactly. Well, you know what's crazy we have no is now. I have an Australian uh, friend um, who I'm. It's a very odd story. Uh, he was in town because he loves the Cubs, and this was in 2016. I was doing a story down at Wrigley Field, and he was walking around, and I obviously I heard his accent, and I knew that he wasn't from the States, so I asked him where he was from. He's from Australia, and he's this huge Cubs fan. God, why didn't I think of this before? I could set him up. I could set them up. How about this? I think he's... Uh, there's something going on with Australia, in- I think, because I was at an event. First of all, two of my bosses at work, Australian. I met two people at a networking event, both last week, both engaged to Australians. Maybe there's a slow invasion happening. <laughs> I my favorite show is currently on Netflix. It's based in Australia. What is which is? Um, it's like an Airbnb show. Oh, do tell. Oh, I don't know the name of it, um, but I love all of their accents, and they're all kind of like snarky with each other mm-hmm. about renting out their places. There's some of them that I imagine being my best friends. I don't. I'm, I, I hope they accept. But uh, <laughs> I have a friend from New Zealand. He's super chill. Yeah, but like island country, and you know, I don't. Yeah, I don't know anybody from New Zealand. But this guy, uh, Craig, uh, I won't say his last name, but he uh, he is a former professional baseball player in Australia. Louise, are you listening? Yeah, I you know I used to date some former f- professional baseball players. No, no, minor league. Sorry, what's professional? They get paid. 
Man, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll see if I can find you, Louisa, on Facebook. Maybe we can hook this up. That's your plan. Now it's a big, that's a big place. Yeah, it is a big country. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they have, I mean, they could get together. They could figure it out. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I mean, with technology these days, right? Right, <laughs> right. Which yeah. leads us right in to our next topic. I might add, is uh, this. This guy and girl, they've been kind of chatting online, doing a lot of video chats, things like that. Uh, but however, he has a little cold feet when anytime she says, hey, I'll travel to your country and so on and so forth. They, this, is, this was a, a, a letter that was sent in to Dear Abby. She thinks that they really click and she wants to fly over to his country. But he said that he has health issues and he wants to wait. I mean, I don't want to be negative, but uh, come on. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to believe, but but I think I think though this is also a, a, a kind of a symptom of love though, too, when you want love so so badly that you want to believe that what what is happening is real when it, it clearly is not. Because if you are clicking that much with somebody regardless of a medical condition that has no name or treatment, I mean, you, to us, I mean, we hear that red flags, I mean, immediately went off. And, and uh, Abby, too, by the way. But um, it, it just, I, I think when you really want to believe in something, you put that in your brain to make it work. Yeah, I mean, obviously he is married or something. This reminds me, remember that story I told you guys of the girl who started a GoFundMe? Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend broke up with oh, her. yeah. Because suddenly he had, had cancer know, or something? Yeah. And then it turned out he that was the way he broke up with her. Like he just, he's like, I, I can't do this now. I have this, you know, illness I have to deal with and I don't want you to have to be part of this. So she's like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm in for the long haul. Like I'm, I'm not just going to go away because something bad happened. I'm starting to go fund me to help you pay for all this. Oh, man. That was going to be my prediction is next up is going to be like, oh my gosh, the surgery that will cure me is $10,000. I just don't have it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Will you send it to me? Yeah. Well, and she's like, and I'll pay for the whole over. thing. It's fine. I'll just pay for the whole thing. Yeah, well, yes, you don't even ask. I mean, I think if you're a good con man, you don't ask. You just drop it yeah. out there. Then they offer. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't let you do that. Right. I insist. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I feel bad for her, but. I know. I know. So far, there's been no diagnosis or treatment plan, which I think is really the. Um, it's there, not just. A, mean, it's like a red tarp, you know. <laughs> it's not a flag. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, but you see this in other areas of life too, though. Where I, and this reminds me of the. I guess we're just going to talk a little bit about the Cubs here again. But uh, 2016, they were in the World Series, and I was doing some stories on some counterfeit tickets. And the Cubs organization showed me some of the tickets that people were trying to pass off. I mean, they were laughable. Mm-hmm. I mean, how anybody, but and it probably cost them. I don't know, $600, you know, and they thought they were going to the game. Clearly was not a ticket. I think you also have to realize, like, not to sound bad, but I mean, there's some people who, like, just aren't smart, unfortunately. So, like, what's <laughs> obvious to us. I think there's a lot of people that aren't yeah, smart. But I mean, like, you're like, how could you fall for this ticket? It's so. Because you just want to believe. Yeah, or they also just are like, oh, it must be real. I well, don't know. Just like, like, just like know, this just, woman clearly believes that yeah. this man has a. Uh, has an issue, a medical issue. My, the, I think the saddest part. She goes, when because they video chat. She's like, I, I, I see it every time we chat, and I know how much it affects him. Um, it's not going to scare me away. Like, I'd be interested, like, um, 
on the video chat, does he look like he's getting thinner? Or I mean, she doesn't. Just it says in pain. Yeah, but I mean, anyone can I can grimace oh, and like oh. you know, yeah. <laughs> like if he just well, I can like, do that after working out. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. Like I just move a little bit to the left or right, and I can grow pretty good, like a real old man. Damn it. Yeah, I think she needs to do a surprise visit because I don't think she's going to believe anyone, and she needs closure on this. So yeah. if she can swing the ticket, you know, pop in, you know, surprise him and his family and children, and then <laughs> when his wife answers the door and she'll, be, you know, oh. she's going to just have to like. Go through the pain of this is over. Right. And then. I mean, I think there's also been times in in my life where I've dated people that I knew looking back on it, I was probably like, man, I just, I didn't want to believe that part. I just didn't. And I wouldn't. And, you know, I was blinded by love, I guess you could say, because I wanted it so bad. Like everything else was perfect, but this one little thing and then like, but it was that real she won't see me <laughs> person. she won't return my calls <laughs> yeah I, I that's sad i feel bad for her though i know tell another funny story allison <laughs> i'm leaving in a couple days for europe Woo! i am in charge of seven students all by myself to spain no, for to Paris, Barcelona, and Madrid. Barcelona. And have you Fantastic. never been? Have you been to any of these no, places? No, no. I, I mean, I've been to Martha's Vineyard. I mean, that's <laughs> as far east as. What What are you most looking forward to? I'm just going to eat the whole time. Oh man, my like, favorite thing uh, in. Oh man, I have so many favorite things, but uh, Paris was just the the bread. Oh my God! Just carb it up. Oh, it's good. And I mean, Spain too. Go to. Uh, I highly recommend the Museo de Jamón. Oh yeah, oh, that's on our list. Yeah, um, that's, that's one in, of the places. It's really just going. a deli, but there's a little bit of a museum to it. It's just a you just walk up, you get a ham sandwich. It's tons. A, yeah, a, tons I would of say ham. a beer, but you probably can't get a beer because uh, there will be no alcohol consumed on this trip. Though they did give us like a thing how how to follow if you're bringing alcohol back to the states. Hmm. Oh, Duty free. Maybe the, I'll bring uh, you guys a little treat. The Spanish people are so good at life. So they have the siesta thing that still kind of happens. The in the some of the towns it still kind of shuts down midday. Yeah. And then after work you go on your way home. You stop for a ham sandwich and a beer, and then you go home, chill out for a while, and then you go to dinner like nine or ten o'clock. Oh, I love that. And then you get up and go to work for a couple hours in the morning. <laughs> go home and sleep. I mean, go I back just, for a couple I love, hours. I, I mean, Europeans have just figured out how to live. They just have. And they're so good at it. Well, the one night we're supposed to have like a paella beach dinner thing. Mm-hmm. and Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Do you like paella? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The seafood is outstanding, naturally, but uh, especially in Barcelona. But uh, Barcelona, it's really interesting, I thought, because it was almost like uh, New York, L.A., from Madrid to Barcelona. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, just completely different towns. Mm-hmm. Oh, City, really? City versus like beach and yeah, like yeah, yeah. So Barcelona is like L.A. and Madrid is yeah, like, yeah, for huh. sure. They were both super cool, though. I love them both. I'm like three days in both of them. Wow, that's. I mean, that's perfect. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if you ask me, I don't even know which one I'd say I loved liked more. Well, I have checked out the weather, and it's supposed to be like in the high 60s, 70s, and dry. Perfect. All ten days. That's perfect. Uh, Barcelona is the only place where the gypsies started to annoy me. I didn't have that problem there. Uh, one of them, like, a friend of a friend owned a bar right off of, uh, you know, the big main strip that it goes down to the water in Barcelona. And this woman comes in, like, holding a sign. 
and the friend like comes running around the bar like get out of here get out of here i'm like oh she's not bugging me she's like no one of the hands is fake so she stands next uh, to you and she's like picking your pocketing you yeah. like you know so i had that in rome i never had that in barcelona See, in rome where we you know we did a month in rome i had no issues with any gypsies in rome hmm. interesting so. well i have the little wallet that goes under my shirt to keep everything safe yes good don't and uh, don't take your passport out. <laughs> Just hotel put it in the safe. hotel safe and leave it there. And bring oh, a copy. Really? And bring a copy with bring you. Copy. That oh, you do you could, take you with could, you. You could take a picture of it. Just yeah, it just take phone. a picture of it. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was supposed to wear the passport in the pouch. No, no, no. Do put it in the no. hotel safe. You lose that, you're screwed. I mean, so you helpful can, tips. Yeah, travel tips <laughs> by single married divorce. We're actually gonna uh, have a spinoff show. It's all about <laughs> travel. But I'm going to m- meet my Spaniard uh, future husband, so I'm yes. very excited. Hey, put yourself out there. Yeah. <laughs> These are my you would seven. Go, you would go a Spaniard over a Frenchman? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. These are my seven daughters that I'm walking around with. <laughs> sisters. Seven sisters. Yes, yes. There you go. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week of Single Married Divorce for Tom and Allison. I am Eric Rung. We'll have another show for you next week. Have a great week, everyone. 